Good evening. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Irish NFL show. My name is Michael McQueen. I almost forgot it there for a minute. Uh, welcome into the Irish NFL show. We are three weeks out from the kickoff of the 2022 NFL season. Delighted to be joined by uh, the, the lads tonight, as I still get used to this new streaming system. Colin Cronin, Brian O'Leary. Uh, lads, how are we doing? Good. It's uh, another, obviously, um, plenty to discuss, I think, th- this evening. And um, we're building up to the college game. We're building up to the NFL season. We've got lots planned and we might have um, a giveaway on this evening's show as well. Brian, just so people are aware, before I don't want to be rude and cut you off here, but we're going to do this in about 15 minutes. Yeah, this Madden giveaway. Yeah. Just in case people, there's already 10 comments, so just so people are aware. Yeah, people are very excited. I can't get over the, the excitement of this Madden game. I'll have to play it sometime. And um, I did pull out the Sega Mega Drive this morning, only to be told it's not gonna it's not gonna work on that. You say you're getting used to this new restream system. I'm trying to get used to these new microphones and which trust uh, have provided us for the new season. So a lot of new things um this season. Yes. Yeah, big thanks to Trust uh, and Emmett and the team for the, for the microphones, the f- Ultra HD 4K cameras. I mean, we've come a long way since week eight in 2020, lads. Colin, I'm, I'm, I'm loving that shirt. Um, obviously, welcome into everyone watching, folks. Uh, we are presented by the Erlingus College Football Classic. That is next weekend. Um, You might want to watch out for something that's happening next Saturday morning. If you get our drift, we'll talk about that later on, maybe. Uh, and we're also presented by a new partner, official travel partner of uh, of the Irish NFL show. And that official travel partner is Cassidy Travel. Cassidy Travel folks are the biggest travel agency in Ireland. And they're now focusing and specializing in sports. Uh, and we're going to go through at least once a week. We're going to talk about their best booking just very, very briefly. You can see it at the bottom of the screen or if you're on the podcast, 49ers Rams in San Francisco week four. 30th of September, nearly about 1,200 euro. Now, I'm going to say this every week, lads, rest of the season. Pre-clearance from Dublin pays for itself. That's a really, really good deal. Uh, Cassie Travels, so I was delighted, really, really appreciate having Cassie on board. Thanks to everyone that entered the giveaway for the American holiday. And thanks to everyone that's entered the giveaway for the Madden codes. Now, before you unfollow us on YouTube, we're giving away at minimum 15 next week. I'm not even lying. Colin, uh, let's just kick off. First off, we're going to maybe address the elephant in the room here. We're obviously live every Thursday in the lead up to the new season. Um, I think it's obviously important to maybe address the main storyline today. We got intel last night from our sources that we were expecting a, a judgment on the uh, situation between the NFL and Deshaun Watson today. Obviously, first off, a few weeks ago, he was suspended for a few games and then the NFL announced that they wanted to review that and it has been reviewed um, and it's been decided that he will be missing the first 11 games of the season find approximately I think it's a five million dollars and then he will return week 13 against the Houston Texans ironically I mean you couldn't make that up it was almost as if that was written in the stars and agreed for and um, have you anything that you'd like to add to that column? I, I know, I know, you've been very vocal on the subject, and it's uh, it's it's been a very, very busy day online. Uh, yeah, uh, look, I, the whole thing um, just feels seedy and sordid. It, it's a horrible day. 
Um, 11 games feels too short. What Deshaun Watson has said today contradicts what he said the other night before the suspension kicked in. The the whole there, there's no there's no good way around this, right? The the investigation, the initial investigation said he should never be allowed to use a non-team masseuse again. Um, the whole thing about him. He gets to play six games this year, which will impact uh, on the contract. Um, it it all, as I said, it, it feels seedy and sorted. You know, it's this isn't bigger than about the the Browns. This just feels for the the whole league. None of this feels in any way good. Um, I, if he had possibly come out today and followed up further on what he said the other day in terms of holding his hands up. It might have it might have helped a little bit. He didn't. He's doubled down. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, what what else can, can can you say in it other than it, it's all very disparate? Well, Goodell last week was very adamant in his, you know, when he came out last week, he was so far from the right how he, how he said the fact that he's going to make sure he's banned for the season but I think I think as well as that I think there was a part of it that didn't feel like it would be a year I think the, the NFL wanted the year it was the initial six game ban I think they've come to a, a compromise because I think Adele has recognised we're hitting week two of the, the pre-season this thing has been dragging on for so long and it's impacting not just on the Browns but other teams who are essentially going to play the Browns and I suppose the whole thought process within the Browns of how their season is going to progress from there we've done some really good stuff that will, I believe is going to come out in the next few weeks in terms of previewing both conferences and we've had a really strong discussion around the AFC and the Browns in particular and at that point we all felt he was gone for the season and I would say this kind of leaves a little bit of a carrot dangling for the Browns if they can find a way to be competitive with that particular defence in which they have. I want to focus on the football side of things now because we're kind of, we've got to a stage where I don't think we should be bearing our views anymore on Sean Watson and what's happened and I don't think it's fair for us to even get into what's happened because it's just there's so much to it. It's unraveled, you know, before our eyes over the past four to five months. And I think there has to be buyer's remorse in there from the Browns' perspective. I mean, March 18th, today after Patrick's Day, they made the trade. The trade, <clears throat> And then a lot of people were saying that the, the Hamlin family, the, the wife, for example, is heavily involved in the ownership. So she would have signed off on the trade as well, which I feel quite unusual. But look, the Browns are in a situation there where they need to get their head around the fact that Jacoby Brissett is a starting quarterback essentially for the season. I, there's been a lot of talk about Jimmy Garoppolo being traded there, but from his perspective, he knows if he does go there, is he just falling into another situation where he's the, the holding man until Deshaun Watson comes back in week 12 or 13 or whatever it is, depending on the schedule, and then next season he'll be the starter properly. So I don't see any trade of Jimmy G going to the Browns. I think it's Jacoby Brissett's team now, and essentially they'll try to be as competitive win as many games as they possibly can and put themselves in a position when he does come back that they can make a run at the playoffs. And a lot of people will feel that's unjust because he shouldn't play this season, but we are where we are. I think we just have to try and move on from the situation. For all people, for the fans, if we're looking forward to a new season, we don't want to be talking about Sean Watson and the antics and the disgruntlement in which everybody's feeling. It touched on the fact, Michael, that we got bored last night because since we were supposed to be recording something quite good, which is going to come out over the next week or so with, with a a guest from the stage, but unfortunately that may not take place because of he's he's having to work on this situation. I'm sure he wants to be working on NFL stories as opposed to the to Sean Watson side. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about it. Um, I think whenever I was off for two or three weeks, I was on holiday, and I know Colin and yourself, Brian, were, were on the show a lot doing interviews. A lot of it was transparent. Um, I don't really have much to say. I don't really have 
much to say about Deshaun Watson, or I don't really want to give him the time of day personally, and it's it's been debated to the death. Um, I think the interesting thing is, and you'll you'll hear it more on our divisional preview, like Brian said there. Um, the Browns' schedule is interesting because they have you know decent enough defense and they have some offensive weapons. So it'll be interesting to see how Jacoby Brissett gets on if they can win five out of the first eleven games. Who knows what can happen, especially in that division. But um, yeah, I genuinely I would rather talk about the Roses for lead and. And talk about the situation in Cleveland at the minute. But I'm excited for the Rose Tree Boys next week. Um, are we going? What's the plan? Colin, are you going next week? It's uh, Colin Neck of the Woods, isn't it? Deshaun uh, Watson uh, to the Rose uh, um, that Look, let's let's draw a line under it by saying read Lindsay Jones. She's excellent on this. And uh, I think there is, uh, I, I think we can probably leave, leave the Deshaun Watson stuff. We've all had our say on it at, the, at this point. And there's been plenty of other talking points in um, the the league this week. And uh, we also have um, have a giveaway to, to do as well. So we do. We'll do that actually. We'll do that in the palette. Yes, we'll, we'll cleanse the palate. Uh, but the gym, there, there actually is a few comments there coming on about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, currently at the minute, around twenty-seven million of a cap hit if he was to be traded. However, if the 49ers decided to release him, that would obviously be less money, regardless if he went to Cleveland or Tokyo. Um, well, Tokyo hasn't got an NFL team, so okay. Let's let's give away a copy of Madden. Um, let's talk about Madden twenty-three. First off, this is um. I know you have a point to make about Jimmy Garoppolo. Brian, we'll, we'll do that after. That. Just, we'll, we'll do this two seconds because we've got 30 people watching on YouTube. I just want to say this now, folks, especially because it's the preseason. If you're watching this on YouTube and you do watch our content, I, please, God, if you're watching this for the first time, please feel free to stay. It's going to be great fun, great crack during the season. YouTube is the best way to watch this show. You can comment and we can put it on the screen, whereas you can't do that on Twitter. Um, so just obviously, first off, a massive thanks to ES Sports Modern NFL 23 for the opportunity to give away games. We are giving away one code tonight, and then we're, we've got an additional um, 10 to 15 to give away at minimum over the next week. I just want to obviously call him Frank Madden for the, not, not John Madden, obviously thank John Madden for the game, but uh, thank ES Sports for, quite frankly, in my opinion, unrivaled um, access you know, we've had the game since the start of the week, which is crazy. You know, before some, you know, vloggers for gamers and stuff had it. So uh, we got to play each other uh, a couple of nights ago, and it's going to go out tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, certainly, I look. I, I've been playing Madden um, since I think uh, Brian the Sega Mega Drive days. I remember those Madden ninety two, and. Uh, look, look, be, being honest, obviously, look, some years are up and down. I, I, I am somebody who goes out and gets it all, all the time, and uh, I, I think suffice to say, um, th- this year I think it, it will be will go down as a good year. So the plan, Brian, is over the next few days we're gonna, I think, if not tomorrow, we're gonna do it on Saturday. We're gonna give away more copies, and we're gonna give away copies on the Xbox, and also the PS Five, and. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I personally think, and I said this to Colin last night. I th- I think you you and Mark should get PlayStations or Xboxes and play each other because I Colin I agree a crack last night. Like I was I was super fun. And if you want to go on our TikTok or Instagram channels, there's a video of Colin's um field goal techniques. Have you seen that yet, Brian? 
I haven't. No, um, I will. I might invest in in Xbox or PS Five or whatever that particular thing you were talking about there in about seven, maybe six or seven years when my youngest hits the age where he's asking for that from Santa. He'll definitely be asking in a couple of years for that. Right. Let's let's get to the winner. So there is one winner at the minute, folks. Um, and it's a massive congratulations winner. Colm's going to give his name in a second. Again, can I just say, uh, for everyone watching this, if you don't win, there will be at least another 10 codes over the next week. And then if you want to unfollow us, that's fine. But calm down. And don't, be, and don't be abusive. Yeah, it's not our fault. We're, we're trying our best. <laughs> anyway, uh, Colm, do, do you want to announce uh, the winner or do you want me to answer? How do you want to work it? The, the winner of the, the first of many copies of uh, Madden 23, the, the All Madden Legacy Edition, is Gerard Small. It's at Geraldo underscore IRE. So congratulations, Gerard. Uh, you are the winner of our first copy. But as, uh, as Michael said, many more to come over the uh, coming week or so so um we uh big congrats to jared let's if, hope jared if, has taken time out this evening to watch the show but it was going to be fun to show a dm at some stage later on this evening but look, can um, we thank though seriously everyone has followed us um and just for an example here just you know fred is saying uh, Fred, people on the podcast fred flunk is saying that it's a fix um, Gavin is heartbroken and JB is saying congrats lads, lads there, there literally is like an absolute brickload of ones left to give out so bear with us uh, if anybody followed us last year they'll know uh, this is me and Colin playing each other um, last night and this is going out on YouTube at 5pm Ireland time and 12pm um, Eastern time tomorrow it's on our YouTube channel and um, we may do a giveaway based on that video over the weekend on YouTube. So you may have to comment on it. So if you do see that, it's on the YouTube premiere. Maybe comment on that now if you see it. Give it a like, share it. Uh, and for people that are on the, as I try and take this screen off, for people that are, I keep seeing Colm at the bottom thinking that was him right now. For people that are on the podcast listening, going, what is he talking about? Just go to YouTube, type in Irish NFL show and make sure you subscribe. Uh, but a big well, thanks well, to everyone, folks, that has done that. And um, Michael, yeah, unless, you're, unless you're giving away the winner of this game tomorrow evening, which I'm really excited to, to, to watch a, you know, a prime time at 5 o'clock in the evening. Unless you give well, away the winner of the game, why don't you have there was a uh, There was an embargo on reviews of the game until a certain time, and that is one minute past the time. I'm not lying. No, I understand that. So why don't so, you uh, have people tomorrow guess who wins the game, and then whoever's gone for... Colm or Michael, then they go into the draw for the next giveaway. Is that fair to say? I like that. Uh, leave it with me. Once yeah, I get so all the codes tomorrow, so, I'm so your man. Yeah, I have to get people to see enter tomorrow. They'll obviously have to come up with who's the most strategic-minded uh, coach between the two of you. Um, interesting to see tomorrow who wins the game. But that maybe well, that's a, it's a I, I will say this. It's the column. It's the closest game we ever had, isn't it? Ever. Yeah. Yes, gen genuinely so. Um, last year, uh, it, it tended to, um, to to be a bit more um, uh, lopsided. Okay. Um, right. Brian, I think you have a point to make on Jimmy Garoppolo, have you, before we move on here? Or what's, yeah, what's I just think if you, a lot of people are going to have a vested interest in what's going to happen to Jimmy, you know, when you're a 49ers fan and other teams that still feel that the team needs a quarterback. And people are asking the question, you know, and you can understand why, you know, 
when is Fortnite going to trade him? Who's going to make a trade? I don't think at this stage it's going to be it's going to be traded anywhere because you touched on that um, salary in which he would have to pick up if he's if he's released on August tortured, which essentially is the day when every team has to cut down to the sixty three. Um, our bets are off, and essentially most teams can then start renegotiating a deal. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading some of these comments. They can renegotiate with him in terms of putting them on putting them on a deal that's more. I suppose in the green with their cap, and then a lot of people feel potentially still Seattle are a team who could be in the offing come that August 31st, 1st of September. But um, I read an interesting one today that he actually himself is, is more inclined to want to wait till week four or week five and see which team loses a quarterback because inevitably some teams are going to lose a quarterback for four to five weeks in the season because that's what happens every year. And then obviously, then Jimmy will get the call and he may end up going to a team that has a real opportunity to go to the playoffs as opposed to going to Seattle. But all due respect to Seattle fans who may be watching, are not likely not going to be challenging for the playoffs this year. So let's see. I don't think Jimmy is going to be traded soon. But um, it's still one of the storylines that is just there. And we just were waiting to see how it plays out. I'm loving some of these comments. Big thanks to a lot of the comments. Uh, Sam's not happy with the Vikings jersey. Do the haha waiting on an injury to get some value on him. JB Ryan, are you always at 10 p.m. start? We're going to confirm our times and days for the new season in, a, in about a week or so. Um, Dean said he reckons it's going to be 10-10 Fred Flunk says he's not a gamer and he also said who looks worse this season Man United or the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> right okay okay let's let's move on Brian I'm actually going to change the order of this up you're not going to like me but I actually think this is more important to talk about first Zach Wilson last Friday night I was watching the game between the Eagles and the, and the Jets and someone told me oh here go on just stay up I was like, all right, I'll still I sort of like ah, sit for a bit. Got a pint, sat down on the sofa. Honestly, he was doing a bit of work. Lots <laughs> sat down on the sofa, watched the game, and suddenly Zach Wilson goes down, and you're going, oh my sweet Jesus, lads, this is it. Some doctor on Twitter then says he's got he's tore his ACL, yada yada yada. But it comes out that he's grand. His surgery was deemed a success. Jimmy Garoppolo was in the huh? I don't think grand is the right word to be used, and it's certainly not grand, you know. Maybe that's think... maybe that's like a like a naughty thing. I say that's grand, like after oh, oh, no, Jesus, yeah, grand, yeah. you know what I mean, sort of thing. Um, like okay, sort of thing. Um, so the whole situation there now is he's, you know, he's he may play week one, but I think we all know that's not going to happen. But calm. The reason that Zach Wilson was playing was because the lads, like a boy, goes into uni week one. He needs to prepare. He needs to practice. You can't just rock in the week one without having any prep. Do you know what I mean? Sort of situation like in terms of going out and stuff. That was the best situation I could give. Thanks for all the likes on Twitter. Whoever's doing that, thank you very much. Um, so Zach Wilson, Colin, here's my viewpoint. I don't think we see Zach Wilson before week 10. And I think it's all bluff. And I think Robert Sala is uh, going to play Joe Flacco. What do you think? Uh, I don't. I think I don't. I don't think that would be the case. Cause I think they need to to see Zach Wilson. I mean, you could certainly make the arguments about preseason, and I'll always go back to the fact that Justin Herbert has not played a, a preseason game and uh, doesn't seem to have hurt his uh, development. Um, can we make out the point also about the Twitter doctors um, and 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 certainly the former uh, Chargers doctor David uh, Chow, who's probably one of the biggest names. And if people aren't familiar uh, with David Chow's history, 
I would urge you to uh, take a look at that because he is a, a guy who has a really interesting history dating all the way back to 1995. Um, but he gets a lot of prominence in, in Twitter and uh, tends to make a lot of um, pro- uh, diagnosis and prognosis off the base as of uh, mere videos. It, it was a huge season for Zach Wilson and uh, to, to miss any time um, is going to be enormously disappointing for the Jets. The Jets have had a really good offseason, you would feel, oh, up to the beginning of training camp. Obviously, they then had injuries, but you know, ostensibly they did what they needed to do, at least in theory, uh, around the, the draft and around putting the pieces together around um, Wilson to, to take a step forward. But he was really disappointing last year. There's no two ways around that. Um, we we barely saw flashes of um, of of his talent or of what he showed in in college. He he didn't have big time throws. There was no consistency. They needed him to to take the the step forward. They needed to see him on the field in order to assess him. I think him missing any time is going to be disappointing to them. Especially, you know, because they we talked, uh, you know, talked about it. The the wide receivers should be there. The tight ends, the line, even though they lost Beckton, should be better. So I I think they they will be enormously disappointed with the fact that uh, he won't be out. Who knows how how it'll be? But I would say I think they'll endeavor to. I know they'll wait until he's one hundred percent. But I'd say they will want him on the field asap. Their first four games are all against the AFC North. So week one, the Ravens are home. Week two, it's the Browns are home. Just discussed there potentially how that could be up and down so you wouldn't know about them. Week three, um, three the Bengals. And then week four, they go to the Steelers. So because of that division and the way people are speaking about the Steelers and potentially the Browns now, there are winnable games for the Jets. I mean, we even felt last June, if they, when we were t- discussing at our live show in Ballymount, or looking at a couple of games where you felt a shock could take place week one, we thought maybe the Jets, because the Jets have done had a very good offseason. Done a lot in the offensive line, brought in some very good players as Collins touched on. Defensively, I know it's not like the Wilson situation, but you know, we've got Sauce Gardner coming in, Jermaine Johnson from the draft, two players. You've got um Jack Lawton, who's gonna be fully fit this year. They've got players, they've actually like a lot of Jets fans are very encouraged by this offseason. We've seen it before though with teams that are very encouraged to go into the season and it's a complete bust. Um I don't think it's as bad as the situation as people are leaving to believe. Like he, I think I don't see what a Jets would play City Burgers at this stage. Like they, I think they recognize he's out for week one. They're doing their most to get him back by week two, week three. And I'd be more of a column. I think if, if he's 80% fit, he'd be out there. And um, they are talking about the narrative has changed very quickly in the last week. Joe Flacco all of a sudden has been hyped about that how, how great his camp has been. And, you know, he needs to step in. He can step in and win games. And, they're saying that it's a good fit for him to go against his former team, the Ravens, in week one. He, he understands how they how they do things because of his relationship with the coach and stuff. And if anybody can orchestrate a win against him, it's him. So look, the Jets fans and, and the Jets media will, will hype it up and an article will be there that the Jets can can turn it around and beat them in week one. It'll be, it'll be a great game. But I think the pressure's on Wilson this year because a lot of people, like there were some guys last year that felt he was better than Lawrence coming out. And look, I don't think either had, had the season that anybody expected, but I think the Jets are more impatient and would look to explore alternative options because I think we're finding in the NFL, with the exception of the odd team, including my team, and um, most teams will give a quarterback two to three years and they'll quickly move on. So I think Wilson <clears throat> wasn't that a good season this year. I think the Jets would quickly start looking at 
other things for down the line, especially with his four or five quarterbacks in next year's draft that are highly thought of. So it's not what they wanted, but I still don't think it's the end of the, the end of the row for him. I think there's winnable games in the first four to five. Okay, there is a heap of comments here, lads. Uh, Ross from I think Kansas City said a little column. Uh, just for people on the podcast, I'm conscious that you don't know who Ross is, so thank you, Ross, for listening. Uh, but in terms of just general comments, Dean is saying, Here's one, lads. Flacco, imagine Flacco's gone, won four of his first five games, balling it out. Do you bring back in Zach? Yes, no answer. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring Zach Wilson back in. Would you call? Yes, because I have witnessed the Joe Flacco experience in Denver. Would you, Brian? Yes, I would, yeah, because I've experienced Kurt Warner doing something similar for the Giants in Eli Manning's first year, and the Giants still moved away from Kurt Warner when they were in a playoff position because they knew the future was Kurt, was Eli Manning, and the future for them at this moment time is Zach Wilson. So, yeah, I think they would they'd make that change straight away. The minute he's fit, in my opinion, he's playing. JB, Flacco, which autocorrects the flaccid, will cost more games than wins. And they will have to hurry Wilson back or have another season doing what the Jets do. Sam is saying Wilson got injured while he was up to no good during the offseason. And this is just a cover-up. Josh, Zach Wilson equals Johnny Manziel 2.0. Um, and Dean is saying Flacco versus Ravens revenge game. I mean, it is, yeah. I mean, it, it, it doesn't really excite me, to be honest with you. But like, it's grand. I'll watch it week one. I mean, there's a few good games week one. Um. And yeah, so we'll get back to some more comments and questions in a minute. The, Big shout the out to DMVR time on Twitter, Colin, who's gave us 946 likes on Twitter. I had to call that out. Okay. Thank you. Um, the week one, the revenge revenge week, because obviously flag on the Ravens, but you're talking about Baker playing the Browns. You're talking about Russell Wilson playing the Seahawks. Uh, you know, there, there's uh, going to be quite a, a few interesting matchups and um, it's like a, a slight twist on it. But uh, Carson Wentz going up against the Jaguars, obviously, who ruined his uh, Colts career. So lots of revenge games in week one. Yeah, yeah sorry. If, you, sorry, you did mention that you missed that when you've got uh, Drew Locke. If he does or not, 